Hello and welcome to Heistish, the show that highlights jaw-dropping deeds of trending trademark disputes and breathtaking brand heist. I'm Ivy, legal analyst, business and trademark attorney, and your host. In today's episode, we will talk about how Oprah's company, Harpo Inc., recently filed a trademark infringement lawsuit against creators of Oprah Demick's podcast. Let's talk about it. So Harpo Inc., which is owned by Oprah, currently owns her trademark portfolio and vets licensing for the Oprah's trademarks. Now, Harpo Inc. has filed a lawsuit against the creators of the Oprah Demix podcast for the use of the Oprah name. So for those who are unfamiliar with trademark infringement, let me explain exactly what it is. Trademark infringement is the unauthorized use of a trademark in connection with goods or services in a way that is likely to cause confusion. So in this particular example, Trademark infringement looks like Oprah Demick's podcast using the registered trademark Oprah in connection with their podcast services and likely creating confusion amongst consumers or listeners, subscribers, maybe even advertisers who would mistakenly believe that the podcast is in some way, shape or form connected to Oprah. Here are the deets. Harpo Inc. alleges that Oprah Demick's is an unauthorized attempt to capitalize on the Oprah effect. Now, we all know about the Oprah effect. If you, unless you've been hiding under a rock, you know who Oprah is. You've heard about her impact on the culture, her level of influence. I mean, I watch Shark Tank and I watch, you know, a lot of the shows for the startup entrepreneurs. I get a kick out of that. And I've seen entrepreneurs speak highly about how they've seen immense spikes in sales and engagement simply because Oprah mentioned their business on the show or included them in her seasonal Oprah's favorite things or, you know, gave included them in a giveaway. All of that has an amazing impact on entrepreneurs. And so Harpo Inc. is rightfully concerned that this new podcast, Oprah Demics, stands to benefit from what they deem the Oprah effect simply by having Oprah in the name of their podcast. So this is what the creators say about the podcast Oprahdemics. They say it's essentially an ode to Oprah and specifically a journalistic exploration by history professors and sincere longtime fans of Oprah Winfrey. And as independent producers of the show, they feel like it's important to have fun, approachable, and educational conversations about the cultural impact of Oprah Winfrey. So this seems like it's a way for them to really honor her and just speak in more detail about her influence and how she has had such a significant and positive impact on the culture. So very good intentions, right? But despite those good intentions, they are now on the receiving end of a lawsuit because Oprah Winfrey's company alleges that the Oprah Demick's brand is misleading, specifically misleading consumers into thinking that she's involved in some way, shape, or form. And they're also alleging that the use of Oprah in the Oprah Demick's brand dilutes the power of the overall Oprah brand and will inevitably cause irreparable harm to Harpo's goodwill and reputation. Now, I think that's a bit of a reach, the last part. I think that Oprah is this iconic figure. And at this point, you know, I don't see how the Oprah Demick's podcast could potentially cause irreparable harm to Oprah's goodwill and reputation. But I digress. This this is general language that is usually included in these types of lawsuits. So it's not uncommon to see these types of um, claims and allegations, so to speak. But this is an opportunity for me as well to kind of shed some light and a little bit more insight on how this all plays out. So Winfrey's attorneys 
make it very clear that they do not want to shut down the Oprah Demix podcast and that this is not about money. And that's good because we know Oprah's got plenty of money. We would all be shocked (laughs) if this particular lawsuit was intended to shut down the podcast and recover some sort of monetary damages from these historic these history professors or small creators. And we all know Oprah. I I think that she promotes, you know, small business owners and entrepreneurs very well. And so this is aligned with her brand. I think that the primary concern, and they did express this in the complaint, is that they do not want the Oprah Demix podcast or the creators of the Oprah Demix podcast to essentially build a media and entertainment brand by capitalizing on the goodwill of the Oprah name. And what they don't want to see is this podcast reach, you know, high levels of success, essentially simply because it has Oprah in its brand identity. And that's exactly how you need to police your trademarks. You want to make sure that one, people aren't only infringing on your trademarks, but you also want to make sure that they're not modifying your trademark in some way, shape, or form to create their own with an attempt to create some sort of connection to you and benefit from the hard work and effort you've put into building out your phenomenal brand. So with all that being said, Oprah's attorneys are specifically asking the court to prohibit the creators of Oprah Demix from creating this new brand and incorporating Oprah's trademarks and essentially misleading consumers as to the source or even sponsorship of the podcast and its offerings. So in short, they basically just want the Oprah Demix podcast to rebrand and come up with another name. They're not looking to shut them down. They have no intentions of recovering any you know, monetary damages or financial gain they may have made in the course of producing this podcast or co-branding opportunities. I think they were recently showcased at the Tribeca Film Festival. So they do have a record of success. And this may just be to, you know, the pure creativity and, you know, the podcast episodes. I haven't heard it, but now I'm interested. So I do intend to listen. However, you know, this success that they've created or built may directly be connected to just the merit of the show, the good merit of the show. And it may not have much to do with the Oprah brand. However, despite that, You cannot start a brand or create a trademark that is confusingly similar to another. And especially when you are creating your business or your brand and it is an attempt for you to honor, you know, an icon or your favorite celebrity or influencer or politician or whomever it is, right? If it's an opportunity for you to kind of pay homage to them, what you don't want to do is infringe on their intellectual property. And so this hands down was one of those heistish moments where I sat back and I said, gosh, I I understand what their intention was. I think that it was a very creative play on words. I actually like the name, but for the infringement, but here's your takeaway. The takeaway is when you are creating your business and your brand name, always clear the trademark first and foremost. Make sure that there is not someone who is currently using that name or something that is strikingly similar. And if there is something that is strikingly similar or someone is using the name, do not try to create a variation of it in a way that is still confusingly similar, right? You don't want to try to add something to the registered trademark or the trademark of another entrepreneur in an attempt to make it more distinctive because oftentimes you would still be committing infringement. And what you don't want is to build out this brand invest all this time and money into, you know, marketing and in this particular case, you know, 
subscribers and endorsements and advertisers who are supporting this brand only to have to turn around and rebrand later, especially when you are talking about trademarks or business names that have a high level of notoriety like Oprah. You must know that if you use a variation of Oprah or O or anything in that nature in association or in some way connected to this particular person or that registered trademark, you will nine times out of 10 find yourself on the receiving end of a trademark infringement lawsuit. And luckily for these particular creators, Oprah's business is not in an attempt to really just demolish their brand, but just kind of give them a nod in the right direction. Like, we appreciate what you're doing. Thank you, you know, for honoring Oprah in this manner. It seems like it's in good taste. It doesn't seem like you have bad intentions. However, our job is to manage and monitor and protect the intellectual property that Oprah has developed. Our job is to make sure that it is not being infringed on by other creators. And so in the course of doing our job, Harpo Inc. has no choice but to file the trademark infringement lawsuit to let them know that what they were doing was unlawful and needed to be corrected. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Until next time, this is Legally Ivy. Bye. Stay connected on Instagram at Heistress Podcast for next week's episode. And if you witness some Heistress conduct or trademark disputes you want to discuss, share with us on Instagram at Heistress Podcast and receive a free Starbucks gift card if you select your topic for the show. This Heistress episode is sponsored by Canarian Hedge, an intellectual property and brand protection law firm. Canarian Hedge protects your business so you can focus on building it. Heistish material has been prepared and provided for educational purposes only and is not intended to constitute legal advice. While I am a lawyer, without an official engagement agreement, I am not your lawyer, and the information provided in each episode does not create a lawyer-client relationship. Please consult legal counsel on your specific situation before making legal decisions about your business.